Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about consent to treatment. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash consent or in the development section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. A person is recognized as an adult with full autonomy to make decisions about their health when they turn 18. 16 and 17 year olds can also make independent decisions about their health, but if they refuse treatment, this can be overruled in certain situations by their parents, people with parental responsibility or the court. Children under 16 can make decisions about treatment, but only if they're deemed to have Gillick competence. There is no lower limit to the age where children can make decisions about their health, however it's unusual for consent to be taken from someone under 13. The way this is usually tested in exams relates to girls under 16 seeking contraception from their GP. This is the scenario that established Gillick competence and Fraser guidelines in the first place. Gillick competence. Gillick competence refers to a judgment about whether the understanding and intelligence of the child is sufficient to consent to treatment. Gillick competence needs to be assessed on a decision by decision basis checking whether the child understands the implications of the treatment. Consent needs to be given voluntarily. When prescribing contraception to children under 16, it's important to assess for coercion or pressure, for example, coercion by an older partner, and this may highlight safeguarding concerns. Fraser Guidelines The Fraser Guidelines are specific guidelines for providing contraception to patients under 16 years without having parental input and consent. The guidelines were established by the House of Lords in 1985. To follow the guidelines, they need to meet the following criteria. 1. They are mature and intelligent enough to understand the treatment. 2. They can't be persuaded to discuss it with their parents or let the healthcare professional discuss it. Three, they're likely to have intercourse regardless of treatment. Four, their physical or mental health is likely to suffer without treatment. And five, treatment is in their best interest. Children should be encouraged to inform their parents, but if they decline and they meet the criteria for Gillick competence and the Fraser guidelines, confidentiality can be kept. Safeguarding when providing contraception. It's important to explore whether there's any possibility of abuse or exploitation. When this is present, confidentiality may need to be broken. Where the child is not deemed to be Gillick competent and the child is at risk of harm, this should be escalated as a safeguarding concern. All intercourse in children under 13 years needs to be raised as a safeguarding concern. So thanks for listening to this episode on consent to treatment. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found the podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can also find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible, which are available to download in full so that you can take all the topics with you wherever you go or listen to the book from cover to cover. You can find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the website at zerodefinals.com and I hope you tune in for the next episode where we'll go to a whole new topic of genetic conditions 
and start with some basic information about genetics.